Hi there and welcome to another episode of On Air with Anthony. On this week's episode, I will be joined by Nikoi D. Wilson, who will be sharing his life story with us, practically telling us about what it was like coming out as gay and how he's living right now. So let's all give him a listening ear. I'm sure it's going to be an interesting conversation. Joining me this week is the amazing, the only, Nicoy Wilson, who will be sharing his experience with us coming out into the world as gay. Let's hear what he has to say. Hi, Nicoy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not bad. It's been an amazing um, week looking forward to another great one um and yes based on the the um chirping in the background i'm sure people will know that this was recorded in the night so yes guys when you live in upper st andrew you hear those things in the background yes 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 you don't hear these things in tivoli you don't but anyway um nicole i must first thank you for your time and let me get into it. Uh, tell me about yourself. Uh, well, I am a well. I'm going to say former journalist or a journalist on leave. Um, I used to work in media, worked in media for almost three years before going into advocacy, which is where I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I grew up like any other Jamaican child. Um, my parents were abroad, grew up with my grand- grandmother. Um, yeah, a pretty simple life growing up in Manchester. Um, it wasn't particularly difficult. Um, yeah. Okay, awesome stuff. Um, along the journey of life, at what part did you figure or feel the sentiments that you are attracted to the opposite sex how did you deal with that you mean, mean the same sex the sa- i mean sorry <laughs> the same sex i stand corrected the same um, sex well uh it's very hard to pinpoint because as 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 young as i could remember i remember my cousin coming from the united states and i i felt attracted to him mm-hmm. um we all know how it is when you're children you're not necessarily thinking about um you know relations anything. yeah yeah you're just kind of you know so i had a little crush on my and on my cousin um at the time so it kind of so so from that was the earliest point i could remember mm-hmm. um you know having such attractions um and for me it was i think for i think for many of us it's a difficult journey many of us we grew up in the church right um, some of us you know it's 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 more it's it's more of a challenge um than some for me it was more of it's not that anyone was really forcing me in any direction um however 
you know, because you grew up, I grew up in the church, there was always this need to align with what was being taught in the church. Mm-hmm. And at the one point, I, so when I, so when I was in, so for several years, I was a part of a particular church and then I went to NCU and I converted. Um, And then soon after converting, I realized that this doesn't make any sense. But for that period from, from between the period before switching and then after switching during all that time, it was, uh, it was one that was plagued with confusion um at times um so i'd be like you know I, this is how i feel but the bible says i should do this and so it really it really had a very negative effect, impact on my life uh-huh. um you know i i to at that point suffered from 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 depression or what i would consider depression um and it's something that i i had to you know push through and it's interesting because I don't even think that a lot of parents recognize that this is what their children go through when their children identify as queer. Um, and, 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 and this is something that's often ignored. The, the whole mental impact on someone having to struggle through this, having to deal with this a lot of times on their own. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, and it was something that I had to deal with on my own until fifth form when i decided to come out to my, my friends at um before we well, just before we got into fifth form actually during summer i came out to my first friend robin um she's now a dentist um shout out then, to robin then we got, then we, then we get, when we got back to school uh, um well actually i think it was before we got back i think i eventually came out to most of them mm-hmm. so that when we actually came to school it was a thing where oh they kind of just wanted to talk to me it was never oh Lord God, why is this so? Why, why, why? So from high school, I had support. Okay, had they were receptive support. of that. Yeah, I was. So I had, I had that support, and I think that support was very important um, to me because I went to the Carter College. Um, it's a traditional high school, and it's a high school where bullying, etc., wasn't necessarily a big problem. So mm-hmm. I never had to fear being bullied. Why? My only concern there was. For example, the guy, guy um, the, the homophobic guys within my year group who would probably want to like ask me or ask my friends um, because they weren't really bad, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, and, and my friends would defend me, and uh, you know, I don't even like I can't even remember if I said yes or I did. I definitely didn't send um, yes to the question of if of me being gay. Yeah. Um, but I don't even remember what I answered. All I know is. It was just a very awkward situation that I was in. Um, and all the, experiencing all of that during high school, I was also, you know, still confused about what way to go in terms of church versus, you know, this way, which would eventually, you know, well, basically is the path to hell, according to... According to um, how the Bible states it, yes. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it was that sort of thing um, for me. Um, but eventually, and I think this was possibly, this was possibly like third year university. I kind of had to just let it go. Um, at NCU? Yeah, at NCU. How did they receive that though? Because I know. So here's the thing. So, all right. So when I said let it go, I didn't necessarily come out. I just kind of just 
realized it. It just realized that it didn't make any sense. So though, so though there would have been um, people. So I'm gonna say older individuals who I would have connected with at NCU, mm-hmm. I was still able to some extent to isolate myself from them so that they, they the pressure of you know having to attend church of having to do this and that to show that you're a good Christian, I I didn't have to do that. Um, so I I easily kind of slipped out and was able to you know just accept myself and just move on and move forward. Beautiful. You know, so even so, here's one. The one is a story. So when I was in third year, um, I had run for third year, third year or second year, second year, I think. Was it second year? Oh, I don't. I'm trying to remember when it was. Uh-huh. It would have been. I think it was second year. I had run for a vice president of academic, um, academics, VP of academics, um, on the the student council. Now, I, you know, I had my campaign and whatever else. And, you know, one of the comments that one of my lecturers, one of my favorite lecturers at the time, um, and it's somebody who I'm still in contact with, Judith Bondi, she, she, at the end of the, the election, and I lost, and I lost by 10 votes. And mm-hmm. when I went to her, and we were all, I mean, me and some other friends were there, and we were talking, and it kind of just came up. And, like, because I think it was in relation to, like, how, people think i think that was one of the discussions we were having how amazing you know um <laughs> this sound bad but how um, how amazing you know certain students thought just generally mm-hmm. um and how they you know come about that sort of thinking and one of the comments that she made was you know how how people cannot can basically how can people not vote for you because they think you're gay like how how is that even connected to what you can the, do the role of what you're supposed to do you exactly know? yeah um, so, so that was a, so that was a thing. It wasn't really until she said it that I really kind of penned it because usually, I mean, you kind of accept this about yourself and you're trying not to allow it to become the center, um, of your being, mm-hmm. um, or at least that was how I was then. Um, now it's not even so much not it making it the center of my being, but it is to show people that, that I am that, but much more. Much more, exactly. You know, so, the, so, the, the, so, the, the, so my, my approach in terms of how I treat myself and how I present myself is different. No, because people oftentimes want, they, what they'll do is that they'll look at your accomplishments, your achievements and what you do and they'll, they'll say, okay, that's who you are and they'll ignore the, the, the part that they don't like, which is generally usually the gay part, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, so the approach is not is no not that it has it no has to be that I am gay but I also can do these things because you realize more and more that people don't recognize that the gay part of you is a human part of you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really have to show them that that's you know that's also a human a human part of it. It really is that just as how you as a straight person you want to you know feel loved. You want to feel supported. You want to know that you 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 can actually you can go out and look at job and not have to worry about you know your just the fact that you're gay. You know the, the fact that fact just a you know a physical characteristic anything that is so arbitrary that you know you want to know that that won't be used against you. You know that's what anyone wants. People who live in in areas where they know that when they go and apply for a job because of their address, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like that they yeah. get it. It's the same sort of approach. It's the, it's the discrimination 
um, that comes with it and people I don't think realizes that this is what we face and it's because they have not been able to humanize us they haven't been able to say oh wow you're actually human too you actually want to you know to achieve things and oftentimes they use the bible as a defense when many of them as you know aren't following the bible as the bible would want them would to. want them to exactly yeah. um how has things change for you especially during the time when you were working in media how how were people receptive of that because because i think you came out a couple weeks ago publicly on national television during um an episode of um beyond um all angles right was was it all angles it was it was cvm um they were having um panel discussion discussing the well about the decision by Barbados to have to recognize a form of same sex civil mm-hmm. union. Right. Um so I had I had I had been on the, I was on the set and I spoke and I did identify as a gay man. Um but that wasn't the very first time I was coming out mm-hmm. um the first time I actually did anything that was you know remotely public like that was um, last year during a pride celebration I had gone to sports day um, and I decided to get a pride flag and I you know took Did my picture and, it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I went to work and you know you know people who would have known you know would have said you know would have probably you know acknowledged it in some way mm-hmm. but it was never it was never an, a big it was never an issue um, so so even within my work environment, I never felt discriminated against. And that's one thing I'll always respect the people at the Gleaner for is that I never felt, you know, as if I was an outsider, an outsider or an you know, outcast. An outside, yeah. I never felt as if, you know, I, I really, I, and that, that's something I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I hope everyone could experience um because it's really it's really refreshing i think though um jamaica on a whole is getting to a place where um they haven't gotten there there's change has taken its course but it's not to its full capacity or what it's able to be you know it's us it's still a work a work in progress however i don't think it is as bad as it was back then because it certainly it certainly isn't as bad um things have changed things have changed for the better a lot of people don't want to recognize that a lot of people they look at what happens overseas and i can't even look at the united states because the united states there are issues there in terms of general human rights as mm-hmm. well, where i would probably look at it at like probably the netherlands yes where they have laws that you know protect um, LGBT individuals and other individuals who they know are, would be adversely affected by inequalities in the society. Mm-hmm. Um, in Jamaica, what we have, we have pockets, we have pockets of tolerance and pockets of homophobia. And one of the challenges that I think we face in advocacy is kind of reaching those people who do not want to be exposed, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, in terms of being exposed as a, as a gay person. Yes. Persons um, we consider to be what DL, that's what they are. Don't know, right? Or right, because yeah. So 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 reaching out to these people. And here, here's the thing. So um, you'll find that 
So what we're trying to do is we're trying to create an environment where people can feel comfortable in their respective spaces mm-hmm. and to impact those spaces. You know, that's the, that's the th- that's the sort of vision that at least I have um, for Jamaica. Um, but it really is going to take people becoming, I suppose, becoming independent, um, becoming, um, I suppose you know being 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 brave and kind of looking beyond themselves and looking um looking at the greater impact that they can have mm-hmm. um i don't know it, it's it's going to that's what i think it's it, it's gonna take um but yeah we really need people to you know impact their own spaces I think one of the key components too is that a lot of people um, or persons who are considered to be a part of the LBGTQIA community, um, I think the first start is there's something as confidence that they will have to get to that place where you are comfortable and confident in who you are, what you represent, what you consider yourself to be. And despite, you know, nuances that exist around you you're Mm -hmm. still poised in a way that you are not daunted by people's negative thoughts to who you are and you still keep it going so i think that's something that most of them will have to work on to make them a much stronger person Mm -hmm. because whether you live in the u.s canada netherlands it doesn't matter the caribbean there will always be people who will think the opposite of what you think and in anything that is that is relating to life you will always have an opposite thought so therefore Mm -hmm. you know it's it all leads back to confidence and that's the main thing but my question my next question to you is how has your life overall changed how has you how have you approached life since being open that way um you know if when you just when you said changed i never it, it, it didn't click but when you said approach or i approach life mm-hmm. that that clicked right um my approach has changed in that i'm no longer i'm no longer concerned about my queerness in, in the way that i used to be it's no longer an issue i dress how i want to dress i go where i want to go and however i present is how i present um so i'm no longer bothered if if people think i am queer because i it's something i've accepted and i've accepted i suppose openly mm-hmm. um but it's no it's an it's because it's now a non-issue okay and somebody has never seen you like on the streets and be like um oh that's the dude we saw on the tv that that's gay or whatever you've never had that experience no i, won't. I haven't i mean i live in kingston so i benefit from you know, a lot of people probably not watching the news, especially CVM. Mm-hmm. And then two, um, there are a lot of people in Kingston and my like 4,000 something followers by Instagram and my friends from Vandalism or whatever. Vanish. It's really not the same of Jamaica. So exactly. Of people, most of the people in Kingston probably have never seen my face. You know, so, you know, there, there there's a lot of things that we worry about in terms of being out in Jamaica that we don't necessarily have to be worried mm-hmm. about. A lot of the fears that we have i i believe at least they're learned um you know it, it's one of those things so it does happen violence against lgbt people does happen and it is definitely a problem mm-hmm. that's something that cannot be discounted um but you can you also have to balance it against the fact of how many people who are opening their experiencing that balance 
you know right. and oftentimes these are the people you don't even hear from you don't hear you don't really hear from them and you hear from the ones who's that like that going well that you is don't true you really hear from the people who's that are, are, are you know are going well that is true how about service providers how have your experience been because i know um you know service providers can be edgy especially when it comes on to men they can be quite edgy if they pick up something because there's this thing in jamaica where you talk proper english you speak proper english you are now it, it, it that's what signifies that's a key component of making you gay for speaking english Especially when you're when you're 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 raised in an area that is not so cultured on the educational aspect of things. So in terms of for example you go to a restaurant, do you have um do you have any issues there? Um taxis, any one of those things. Because I know these people can sometimes be you know. Um I generally don't have those issues. Um but I think it also comes with the territory I may traverse. Okay. Um, and then I don't even know. See, so here's the thing. What I what I need to do, where I will want to go to eat, I don't think many of those, well, none of those places are in any areas where, you know, um, I would be, you know, fearful, mm-hmm. you know, from, from, from my life. Yes. I don't think. So, so I, 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 so I benefit from that privilege. Um, so to speak, of not having to be also concerned in that way. Um, people who live in probably certain communities or in certain parishes and then certain communities in those parishes, they may have those concerns mm-hmm. um, because, you know, people may be a little bit more nosy, etc. Um, and, and then people may... And because the primary thought, uh, the primary thing in people's head is that, oh, my 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 christian morals come first instead of you know just kind of serving somebody and just giving doing my job right um that's not necessarily something that's dominant in kingston because it's likely that if you can report somebody that they are going to face some disciplinary action yeah. because you, you because managers generally want don't, they don't really care yeah coming to the restaurants they want the money to come in the so service even yeah now, you can imagine during this time that you know it's something that even 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 you know of greater importance okay but i but just to just to, just to say that it's not that i have never experienced um and you know any um discrimination i i did i called a taxi some time ago um i was at a friend's and we went outside and the taxi decided not to bring us but here's the thing i don't know if it was because of our queerness or it was because of it was two guys or two male appearing in the mm-hmm. because the some taxis do normally don't yes 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 because yes. you know safety issues etc um so i did not know if it was that in particular but otherwise i i would not have experienced any sort of discrimination in 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 in, in some areas i'd say right. yeah um, in regards to those who are still um, struggling with who they are and the idea of coming out, what would you advise them? How do you how do you tell them to take that step? I mean, it's not really up to me to tell them to take that step. What I would say is, um, I I think you have to know what you're willing to give up, mm-hmm. um, and you have to know what risk you're willing to take. 
uh, for me, I didn't necessarily have to worry about family because I'm not very close to um to family. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends already knew. Um, I was already kind of separate from the church. I there was there were no social pressures per se that held you uh, back. That would that held me back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to acknowledge that I benefit from a certain level of privilege. I benefit from having been able to go to university, having been you know able to live get on a, your own a job mm-hmm. um, after university and live on my own. You know, all these things are privileges that I have to acknowledge, which have made my life as a as a as a gay man in jamaica easier for many other lgbt individuals there you know it's not it's not easy it's not and i mean i can't i can't imagine because according to statistics one in five lgbt individuals have experienced homelessness i could not imagine being homeless, homeless yeah that's really you know, it's, such a, it's such a it's such a it's such a you're, you're put in such a position that you are basically your hands are tied you know you what do you do what do you do? Yeah, you know, it, so I have to acknowledge that it's, it's, it's pretty. It's it's a pretty weird thing. But as I always say to people, also is that coming out is a decision that you have to do it when you see yourself being ready. And coming out doesn't mean you do it for people, because for some strange reason, a lot of people think that when you come out, you come out for their benefit to confirm mm. something that they thought they knew. Or to confirm something that they figured that was, okay, um, that was it and this is why you were acting this particular way. No. Coming out should be for your benefit. It is, it is literally closing a door of no return because that's what it is. Because I think once you do that, you can't take that up. You can't take that moment back. You cannot. And you yeah. ought, as, and as you said, you ought to be ready for any repercussions that come. But at the, said, at the same time, you ought to wait until you are able to one i think financially stable you're because losing people is 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 normal you can deal with that you understand me and at some point along the way with the right support system in place you should be able to cope with that but financially and all of these little avenues you need to ensure you have those locked in to be able to make that decision yeah yeah um in regards to the dating pool how are you managing in that oh, um so so uh, why so much hurt? it's because it's so hard to it's so so hard to to answer because i know that there are people out there who want to message me but they they aren't mm-hmm. because they think that i'm going to probably respond in a negative way mm-hmm um and that that's not necessarily true and then those who message me and many of them i, do, I don't want them so I'm what are you looking for so what are you, what are you looking for why you don't want them what what is it that you're specifically no, looking man, for look good. Not look good. so you're only looking for somebody's for looks no but that's where it starts i'm not going to pretend as if i look at somebody and they're ugly and i just want to get to know know about them i'm not going to be one of those gays who are going to try to be deep and act as if they're deep and not recognize or acknowledge that looks plays a very big part in how we seek our partners so if someone doesn't look good me not interested in getting to know them unless i met them in a particular situation that called for that sort of um interrogation and compassion the reality is when people move when people why do people why why do people message me 
Because they think they look good. Yeah. That's the point. Okay. So why me I go and I say me me not me, me not want to reply to them because me not think they look good. And sometimes you want to, it's so hard to 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 to, to, to um, turn down people because you don't know what to say because you know that even if they're intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that they are deficient in that department, deficient deficient in that department, mm-hmm. it makes them feel insecure. You know. It's it's so interesting the, the things that we, we place emphasis on um when we have something that other people actually probably would want more than mm-hmm. you know the looks. But what is your ideal person though? What is the ideal person for you? You know, I don't have an ideal person, to be honest. Um, because I think I think for me a relationship is, is much more than being with an ideal person. It's more I think it's for me, it's more of a learning experience. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the person. So, everybody knows I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm miserable. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm a miserable person, and everything I will me take to the extreme, etc. So, the person I'm at one of the person. Well, I'm gonna say well, one off. That's so wrong. Wow. So the person. So the person I'm getting to know, because only one person I get to know. Mm-hmm. Really, if I get to know, um, he's very calm. You know, and very total opposite and very, of who you are. So I wouldn't say total opposite, mm. but for me, I have to learn now that okay, when he says certain things, that it's not actually serious; it's actually a joke, and it's something I should, you know, laugh about, mm-hmm. so to speak. Oh, you're um, one of those um, thin-skinned persons. No, it's not about thin-skinned. You know, um, it's about I like resolving things. So, I mean, I like. I don't like when the things are said and you know it sounds like something is there and I like the I like having things resolved. Okay. I like when things clear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, so so that's me. So I try I have to know, have to pull back to say, okay, it maybe it wasn't meant that way, I don't have to interrogate it, just leave it alone, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Um, you know, yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say thin skin. It's not thin skin. Thin okay. skin would really be like somebody saying something offensive to me and be like felt because of it. What I I, I think the, the the better word to describe it would be more of impulsive mm-hmm. and a tad bit erratic. <laughs> that's, that's how I, that's how I describe myself. A question I know a lot of people tend to ask persons who are gay if they've ever had a girlfriend. Have you ever been in? Well, I, I, I I did have a girl. How was that for you? School. Was it a struggle? Yeah, okay. No, it wasn't a struggle. I mean, here's the thing, you know. Um, people, people. I think the reason people will a lot of gay people will say, "Oh, they couldn't be with a girl," um, is because of probably it's probably how they were thinking, or maybe when they are brother. Let me say, maybe when they're with they with a they were they were with a girl, it was such a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, because. Maybe they weren't friends with the girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I was I was friends with the girl, my girlfriend, the one girlfriend I had, and it was fine. I mean, I brought her out. You know, it's it's really the same sort of thing. It's just that it's a waste of time because you probably can't think long term about it. You can't. That's really that's really the difference. Okay. That's really the difference. I, I, I don't I don't I, I don't know. And did you guys so ever get all, to that we're stage? All wired, we're all wired different. Though. Did you ever get to that stage where you guys had that romantic, passionate moment? No. No. Are you you don't think this, it would have happened? This was, for, this was fourth form, and, and no, I don't think it would have. I mean, I, I did have sex before that, so it's not as if, as in with a guy before that, so it's not as if 
you know, if I did do things with her, she would have been my first. My first was a guy. So oh. a long time in normal love, man. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Just saying. All right. That's an interesting take. But um, I must applaud you. Um, you've made uh, a move that a lot of people are still afraid to make and are unable to make. But I know somewhere along the line, in some corners of the country, you are inspiring somebody who is not able to make that step. And someday, one day, they will. And as we said before, we're getting into a place where the world is changing. Jamaica is evolving. It might not be to the pace that a lot of people are looking forward to. But um, I think we should get to that place where we can accept and should accept people for who they are. Because I don't think what a man or woman or a man and a man or a woman or a woman does in their the confines of their personal bedroom should be a concern of mine. It, it shouldn't be. And neither should it be yours. You understand me? So, and I think that's a key fundamental part of it. People misunderstand that. If at the end of the day, when people go to see the maker, if that's it and how, how everything goes according to how the Bible puts it, God not going to stop at your foot and ask you, um, excuse me, you can give me a little synopsis of what happened between he and she, she and him, him and him. God not going to ask you that. I don't think God not going to stop at your foot and ask you that. So therefore, allow people to to pay atonement to their own sins don't don't judge if you consider it to be a sin let people be so i think that's really what people have to get to but you know it, they will always say we're uh, it's a um the term they love to use it's a, a nation for god and yes we're a christian nation christian nation Can't allow those things yes and this is yet why you're, out, you're having yet you're out you're having children before marriage you're having sex with other women you're having sex with other pastors having sex with wife. children that, exactly you know, all of these things are happening and they've turned a blind eye to it that is indeed um turn a blind eye to it it's ridiculous is there anything so is there anything you'd like to just close out with our viewers a little inspiration from you something um for those yeah, people I do. out there i do i do i do um so like everybody's life right gay people's lives um or or conversations i'd say um sometimes focused a lot on sex and people oftentimes use that use that as 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 yeah use that to de define us mm -hmm. um but really and truly um what i really want to say is we're much more than that we're much more than sex yeah um, we are people who want to see better for our country we're people who want to 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 to, to make investments in our country we are people who want to develop our communities we also want to achieve in this life. You know, we, we have this we have similar goals and aspirations like you. We also want to have loving families. We want we want what you want, you know. I think that's what I really want people to recognize. That we are just like them. We just don't like the opposite sex. That's just that's just the that's the only difference. And I don't see why that should make us any less or why that should justify us being treated any less than human. All know? right. Good. Yeah. Um, and my final take um, for those who will be listening and is listening, 
um, believing who you are, love yourself, accept yourself, and it doesn't matter what people think of you. Assert yourself in this world. Make a change in whatever way you can. Inspire somebody in whatever way you can. And the most important thing is those who matter don't mind. And those who mind, definitely, they don't really matter to you. So, you are. so no matter where you are, what you do, as I always say, continue doing, being, and becoming. Is the root of all our problems.